0: Hi, so my name is Yvonne Stewart-Williams, Yvonne Patricia Stewart-Williams, and we are in 2021, January, it's the ninth day of January, and this year I celebrate a few anniversaries, (laughs) one, the last of which... Is my retirement from a gainful pay as you earn PAYE employment? Uh, but that has been postponed for at least another seven years, so I will be 60 in October. Um, one of them is to celebrate in April. April the 10th of this year, 14 years of full-time paid employment with my homelessness charity, Thames Reach. And the third, but by no means least, within the same charity working for Thames Ridge. I work for a branch of Thames Ridge in a hostel for homeless people called it used to be called Stanford Street, Stanford Street of old, but for the last nine or so years it's been called the Waterloo Project. And it's a hostel for homeless people with addictions you know, um, challenging behaviour, um, you know, um, all sorts of, um, distresses and complex needs, uh, in their lives, their past, and sometimes present. So, but the the one thing that they all have in common is that They are people who are homeless. So, both male and female, straight and gay, you name it, black, white, all the rest of it. Parents, non-parents, a lot. So, a bit about me and stuff. So, I celebrated ten my 10 year anniversary at the Waterloo Project, uh, based in Waterloo. Uh, it is based within the borough in which I live, I also live, which is Lambeth, and stuff. And during these 10 years, it has been a real journey. Stuff. Uh, stuff. In fact, my whole Thames Reach experience has been a journey because. I started off uh, f- almost 14 years ago as somebody who'd been unemployed for about 12, 13 years. So I wasn't just unemployed, I was on sick, sickness benefit, claiming disability living allowance and that. And... I had been unemployed or on sick for 13 years with a pronounced outstanding mental health diagnosis um, of paranoid schizophrenia and my only child Born by artificial insemination, was um, born six years into the start of my mental health distress issues and journey. I uh, had been taken into Lambeth, long term foster care, uh, children's looked after care. Um, You may ask, what did I know about this? So, well, when I was unemployed or on the sick, I had a desire, a burning desire to get back to work. Because prior to my uh, sickness, time with sickness benefit, I had worked in hostels and stuff and done various other sort of like voluntary work and all sorts of different other things and so I felt like I need to get back to work and also one of my outstanding role models and mentors is my mother, my late mother, who also had um, schizophrenia back in the day when I was a child. And she worked, and so in fact she worked, and she had periods of hospitalisation and stuff, much like me. And um, yeah, she retired with her purse and her pension and everything like that. So like, I had a role model, a mentor, that told me, you know what? Because you have this debilitating stigmatizing diagnosis Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have to sort of like say woe is me and that's the end of it all you know just keep plodding along left foot right foot onwards and upwards and try if you can to enjoy the journey so you might say well Okay, 10 years, 10 year anniversary, to the day on the 2nd of uh, January, 2021. So, that was a Saturday, I was a day off. myself. off. Um, a few days ago, seven days ago, in fact. So, um... You might well ask, well, what if I don't? Well, funny thing is, um, I came to the hostel after being um, redeployed. My old team was a mental health team, the floating support mental health team in Westminster, that worked with... um, People with mental health distress issues, um, pronounced challenging ones, just as my very own self and I work with community mental health teams. I was in a mixed team, mixed skills team with um, community psychiatric nurses. Therapists, mental health social workers, social workers, housing managers—you name it. It was a, a a diverse team and stuff. And maintenance people. And you know, my job was to sort of like keep people within their housing. And stuff. And for me, at first, I I I spilled beans on my application form. In fact my i had a care coordinator at the time i had the very same things that my clients had that i was employed to the right sort of work with and i i was filled with trepidation at first and i just knew that i had to sort of like um i had to make a stand i had to make it work and stuff and i had to see what i could do and do my very best and try and so I worked with my team and I I spilled the beans to my employers and there was lots of different references that they needed and stuff like that apparently I shone in the interview back then in East London stuff Gem House and you know after several, sort of, like, um, references, and received references to make up for the time that I had been, sort of, like, out of the workplace, uh, I finally got my start date to start, and I did. And at first, it was only my managers that knew of my diagnosis, my team, my immediate team and associates did not know, and colleagues and stuff, and so I was working with all of the different uh, mental health teams in Westminster, and I personally had um, a care coordinator and worked with my team and they saw me regularly, I was on my medication and all the rest of it and stuff. So. It was a real sort of like um, a real challenge and stuff, I think, for my managers and my employers, as well as me. Um, anyway, long on the short of it is that um, I ended up in prison and stuff. Didn't go according to plan. So, after about two years in, and then psychiatric hospitals straight after prison, and I was redeployed on the, um, the recommendation of a psychiatrist. Um, that they said I couldn't learn work anymore, so I said I would like to go back to hostels and stuff. First, I thought I was going to go to a very huge hostel at the time. There was one called Graham House, which, um, Tim's House is now, it's now called Martha Jones House, a little smaller, purpose built. But anyway, I didn't go there. I went, uh, I've worked there for a day, um, last year, but, um, I didn't go there. I went to Sanford Street. Which is really addiction, sort of like drug, alcohol, um, party drugs, chem sex, that kind of different things, stuff like that, um, prostitution, criminal justice system, you name know it, and stuff, so um, I went, I came here, to my beloved hostel with my angels. Although they don't like me to say that they're my angels, although I've been saying it for a decade now that they're my angels, they prefer me to call them my hell's angels because i I kind of disrupt you know the sort of like the inroads they make with their reputation and so stuff by calling them angels, they prefer mm-hmm. hell's angels. So, as they wish. Anyway, I've been working here for 10 years, just over. And at first the place was refurbished a little way in. We got, we got, um, really, I got redeployed here. And stuff and and... Then there was a restructuring and I was given a lead worker's role and I refused it. I said that my party, which I had been, has been talking about tightening belts. So I'll tighten mine and give an opportunity to somebody who wouldn't ordinarily have been able to have that opportunity to... be Employed in a position as a lead worker, and I was sort of like be a support worker anyway. I had to sign this and that, and have interviews and meetings and stuff like that. Eventually, they allowed me to be a support worker. So I was a support worker for a while, and so, but in the meantime, we started to work with the. Uh, a particular piloting, a particular project called the PI, which is uh, psychology in hostels, psychology, psych- psychologically informed environment, PI. And so from working with SLAM psychologists, at South London and Maudsley Psychiatric Hospital, National Health Trust. Um, psychologists and stuff to, it was a way of bespoke bespoke tailoring for each client because in this hostel we have 19 clients who live here residents and it was a way of tailor making, realising that homelessness Um, produces long-term mental health issues and stuff and sort of like compounds them if you've already got them and stuff. And they could be the reason why people are homeless and they could be the reason why people remain homeless and stuff and revolving door. And so it was a way of sort of like slowly sort of like from the very extremes acclimatising people towards uh, mental health without having a further stigma which homelessness and street homelessness and rough sleeping and all of the other attachments were sort of like deemed as I don't know as sort of like stigmatizing and uh, and disenfranchising so um as a team and as a project as a hostel we piloted this part and stuff working closely with the psychologists and stuff and making a if you take each client as an example you take each client no two clients has the same package because it's actually developed for each individual client and basically we'd have sort of like um, meetings about clients where we identify clients the key workers would bring them to the meeting say what we wanted for the clients what the clients wanted for themselves so what we were having particular sort of right like challenges with and stuff like that. What work, what doesn't work, Trying to sort of like sort of siphon away what doesn't work and sort of like heap on what does work and stuff and make it bespoke for that particular client with a way of sort of like disrupting the revolving door homelessness um, sort of like cul-de-sac that they found themselves in anyway um, over the years I've been doing that so we've been doing that and working with psychologists now for nine years this year is nine years and stuff and you know, it was the the specialist doctor, whose baby is, is uh, Emma, Williamson stuff, uh, Dr. Emma Williamson, and so, Doctor Emma Williamson, and she's had teams of psychologists that she's led, and stuff, and she, you know, it's developed, it's gone further afield, not just our hostel, but other places, other boroughs, and so. And we're seeing lots of different things happen. Psychologies in hostels. So, what have I been doing while I've been here? Well, in ten years, I've become a Freemason. In ten years, I have started my undergraduate degree for um, social science and social policy with the Open University and I have campaigned with my political party I'm not a Actually, I'm not a paid-up member at the moment, but, or or for um, Freemasons, but um, uh, at the moment, but for my Conservative Party, which I sort of, like, campaigned over three elections and stuff, and one by election, I didn't get in to stand as councillor for my Cold Harbor Ward but did many volunteering, lots of of like support phone canvassing the lot and stuff, met many people, socialised, um I've done I've done lots of um, mental health campaigns, stuff not least a time to change which is coming to a close next month and stuff. Uh, it had been around, and I started that back in, I think, 2009 or 2008 or 2009, where I met Gordon Brown, who was then Prime Minister and stuff, and many of the other MPs who signed their pledge to help to end mental health stigma and discrimination. I went to House of Commons since then during my time here at this hostel I have in my own right and my own capacity I have spoken in the House of Commons on a few occasions, been there on several occasions, not least with um fifty fifty Parliament about getting more women to sort of like um, to stand for public offices and stuff. Um, such as be MP, councillor, judge, whatever, those kind of thing on board of directors. Um I have been a stonewall role model and mentor. Soft Stonewall is the um the campaigning LGBT lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender campaigning wing and so I campaigned with them, amongst them up for many years and volunteered with them for many years and so on their helpline um uh, their school role model mentor and stuff going up and down the country um, so sort of volunteered was an ambassador for them and or with them um, and campaigned with the the equal marriage. I was there campaigning at a time when. That was passed under David Cameron, Prime Minister, and stuff. Did um, campaigning with Marjorie Wallace, the same. Um, did was a schizophrenia commissioner for recent mental illness and stuff met and campaigned with um, comic Relief for mental health uh, with Ruby Watts, Alistair Campbell um, people like um, Frank Bruno I've been sort of like busy and, and in my own right, I've, of course I trained as a drone, commercially trained drone pilot, qualified drone pilot, who's qualified in drone surveying, Um. and I have, I own drones, several, and fly drones and stuff, so yeah. It's been. My son has grown up, out of care. And stuff, so, and we have a wonderful, deep, loving relationship, and stuff. So, I have a fiance who lives many miles away. That's never been to England. In the the decades that I've known her. And stuff. So, um, My fiance, she, is the love of my life, her and my son, and we have between us three sons. And they're all very um, busy in their own lives and stuff. And and recently, the latter part of last year, we had... um, My granddaughter, my fiancé and I, born to me by uh, my stepson, my um, fiancé's eldest son and so, So, yeah, he's um, a Jamaican police officer, um, part of the Jamaican Constabulary Force. And his long-term lady love. And he now have a daughter and stuff, my granddaughter, our granddaughter, me and my fiancé and stuff. Um, so you can see, and, and we've had the pandemic last year, which has erupted. We're almost in a whole full year of that. Where schools are closed, shops are closed, businesses, all sorts of manner have happened. And we've had elections in Jamaica where the the Jamaican Labour Party has come back into power for the second time. Um, We've had um, President Trump defeated and stuff. Um and not been able to gain office for a second term uh, a few weeks ago and, stuff. and so it's now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who is um, whose father is Jamaican and her mother Indian. Um, and basically, we're in lockdown. We're in the fourth tier lockdown. Schools are closed. Um, key workers and sort of essential services are. If you can't work from home, you can go into work. Um, yeah. So it's 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 been ten years of. I don't even know. I think words fail me. It's been ten years of change. And so we've had the Conservatives, we've got Boris Johnson, Prime Minister Boris sin as Prime Minister, um, who won a landslide. We've had Brexit and the implementation of Brexit, so we're now, as we stand, out of the European Commission and Parliament and stuff, um, we had Trem- Theresa May who was the second Conservative Prime Minister, female Prime Minister, before him and stuff. Um, yeah, it's we've got. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Lots has been going on, and so many things that's been going on for me, for and for me in my world. And, stuff, and obviously for our clients and for their wells. So, so we've got this pandemic and this awful virus called the coronavirus, which apparently at the last count, one in 15 people can become coronavirus positive and there was thirteen hundred and odd died just yesterday of this virus and stuff the health sector the n h s is on the verge of being overwhelmed, people are exhausted, fatigued, stressed, you know relationships are breaking down and all sorts of things, people are sort of doing remote contacts and you know, um, via Zoom and all the rest of it, shops closing as I said, and stuff and police are, well if I leave it to the Met you know this is nationally up and down the country and across the sectors you know the Northern Ireland, Scotland and sort of like um, Wales so you know, it's a lot to be honest what is happening and that and you know Uh, there's talk of going to impeach President Trump and all of that but obviously I'm not American, so like, I don't know how that really works i'm not I'm not I'm with all of that myself but there's things going on and that and of course <clears throat> I've taken to buying shares and stuff in the last year and I've seen them sort of like go up and down and stuff um you know, I my drones I love my Apple um, I'm such an Apple fan and stuff like that um I miss going to my Apple sessions and stuff. I've become a qualified Apple tutor, Apple teacher. And on um, the last um, um, United Nations Day, I took part in an online Apple Event about sort of like um, the inclusion or be or or learning to be more inclusive for all sorts of people. Obviously, they're talking about Apple, and I, I use Apple products, robots, Swift all of those kind of things when it comes to my clients and sort of like engaging them drones you know that switches them on and stuff um yeah so yeah so it's been a lot a lot has happened over the 10 years over the decade and stuff and more will be revealed and stuff but you know Obviously over the 10 years, managers have come and gone. You know, I've just recently, on the 31st of December, last month, a few days ago, was tested for um, COVID-19 and I was negative. But four members of my team, my colleagues, have tested positive for COVID-19 We've got one client who is currently in hospital, We tested positive for COVID-19, so it's a real big thing, and we've had lots of clients who have had the symptoms of COVID-19, and we've had to have the track and trace team, and, you know, it's, yeah, it's been, you know, people are wearing masks, they're sanitising, their sort of social distancing you know for the last year I've taken to walking to and from work and stuff. sometimes I cycle, but mostly I walk and so I um, take my time at all hours sort of like I step into and from into my local Brixton area and that uh, I think people are basically, I think there's a new advert going to be going out anytime soon um, to ask people to imagine that they had coronavirus or that other people have it to sort of right, get them to get the real gravity of the situation because like it's not just the UK, it's internationally. That this virus has struck, and it, europe Italy Spain France Germany all of this you know in fact Jamaica's not even taking our our planes and stuff, and we have just said that we are not um, we are wanting to have people tested up to two or three days uh, have a negative test up to two or three days before they they arrive in the UK and stuff, and still to self isolate for another ten days and stuff. So yes, yeah, big big things, huge things, and stuff. And I think, you know, people are terrified. The older people have been in lockdown for years. And so many of them have died. America has a whole a sort of like... um, you know, A lot of people have died worldwide with this coronavirus and stuff. You know, on top of all the other ailments. So, yeah... But there you go, so that's my half hour or so of the 10 years and stuff, so let's hope uh, the next 10 years isn't as sort of like overwhelming, certainly I intend to spend more time with my drones And my Apple products and sort of like just resting going to work and as I said you know I suppose to have in the days of old I would have been retiring this year in October but I won't be retiring for at least another seven years because they've changed the law and so yeah. So it'll be drone flying, walking, cycling, and sort of like, uh, in fact, I had, I was going to do a charity fundraiser, bike riding fundraiser, for my host, my uh, homelessness charity, Thames Reach, uh, London to Brighton, but I'm not sure that I'm up to it with all of this coronavirus. So, you know, it should have been done last year, but it was postponed, so I'm a year older, who knows. On a Brompton, who knows, it's possible. But anyway, what are you doing? Wherever you are, have a good one. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask social distance, sanitise and stuff. Eat, sleep, rest, stay in. If you can't work from home, if you can't work from home, then, and you have to, you're an essential key worker, then out you go into the employment space and um, look after yourself. Alright. So wherever you are, whoever you are, I know.